You're listening to Who Wears the Pants. This is Mike. I'm Chris. And Chris, what do we talk about on this bullshit show? We talk about relationships. Like love. Sex. Butt stuff. Rock and roll. Anal. All of it. Beads. Yeah. Hot Wieners. Uh, yeah. Love. <laughs> death. Family. <laughs> kids. Friends. We talk about all of it, all relationships, whether it is a paternal relationship or an intimate relationship or a friendship. So, Christopher, you uh, you bought some bird dog shorts, is that right? I did. Okay, I now did. for for those for they're every, not paying us, by the yeah, way. So you know we are not. Bird dog is not an official sponsor. Now Stanley Airplane Keys are an official sponsor <laughs> of Who Wears the Pants. But you're so for everyone who's under the age of seventy eight. What are bird dog shorts? So bird dogs are a short, like a, they started off as like gym shorts and they make some more casual wear that is, it has built in underwear. But, but why? Okay. One, it's more comfortable than wearing normal underwear. I know that sounds ridiculous. It, it does. It sounds asinine. But it is. The liner that they have in these is fucking incredible. You can wear them to the pool. You can wear them to work out, wear them for whatever. And then you don't change for three to six weeks, you know, normal stuff. But but unlike a normal pair of underwear, you can't turn them inside out and wear them the next day. That's exactly right. But you can enjoy your shorts for many days, even if you smell funny. Fuck it. Who but what, cares? But what about what about people who, for example, they wear a pair of shorts, right? Yeah. They they throw them on to go to the grocery store, out of the house. They're doing their thing. Uh, they come back and they put on their sweat shorts or their gym shorts or whatever, right? And then they don't have to change their underwear. And then the next day they put on the clean new underwear after doing their mm-hmm. their hygiene ritual. And then they put on yesterday's shorts because they only wore yesterday's shorts for a few hours. They're less comfortable. I mean, that's all I have to say. Okay, for, for fair enough, fair enough. I mean, I, th- for me, the advantage I could see is that sometimes, because I'm a boxer brief guy, right? Sure. Sometimes the boxer briefs and shorts, especially baggy cargo shorts, which is our my middle age preference, uh, the 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 thigh sometimes rides up. Yeah, yeah. You know, it kind of the thigh rides up. So I could see the benefit of the thigh being well, like, sewn into the leg of the shorts. Yeah, well, I mean, you could see like. There it is, right there. It's there, so you can make it right up. Now, now Chris, is, is a I'm a I'm a. So wait a minute. So the thighs on those right up? They can. They can. The, the difference. So there's is, no benefit for me to engage in bird dogs. There is. No, no, no. There, there, is. there is not optimal I comfort. I cannot. I, so here's what you run into. Okay, with regular underwear, they ride up and they move around and stuff like that really often. Just. From you wearing them, from your body moving and stuff like that. With how these are attached to the shorts, that doesn't really happen. I want to believe you. They're, you're never pulling underwear out of your butt or anything I, like I, that. I rarely am pulling underwear out of my butt. I don't believe that. Yeah, I mean, I have... I you have, ever have to adjust your crotch? So, so here's... Sometimes I have to move my balls. Yeah, sometimes I certainly do. Sometimes you sit on the couch or, you know, and you, yeah. you know, just for whatever reason, your body puts a little blood in it and things get weird and uncomfortable and yeah. you've got to adjust. I have been those places. I, I, I mean, I'm with you. I get it. I just, these are the more, efficiency of having them one perfect. item doesn't make sense to me. Well, it, do, it does also for travel. Now, okay. now, okay. Now, I just spent a week in Oregon, mm-hmm. and you know, not having to tra- not having to pack shorts and underwear separately for the weight of your bag, the convenience of packing—that's mm-hmm. brilliant. So, we're actually this is my—I own—I own one other pair. I bought them last year. 
I fell in love with them. I was like, these are the greatest things ever. I told Cody Tubbs about them. Cody Tubbs went and bought a couple of pairs. He's like, these are the greatest things ever. I was like, I fucking know. So we're getting ready to go on vacation. I was like, okay. You and Tara or you and Cody Tubbs? Me and Tara. Okay. Um, are you taking the kids? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Family vacay. Family right on, vacay. Right that's, that's actually part of the reason why I bought the Jeep. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. A little better for travel. Now that's a, that's a big life decision, buying a vehicle. Sure. That's sure. <laughs> Look at you transitioning. I'm trying. Look at you like transitioning. Your, no, no, no. Go on. No, you blinded me with them big checklets. You were just like, you're so handsome right you got, now. You got me what this, is on this bird you look dog so, Did you get laid this morning? No, I didn't. Oh, because you I look didn't. glowy. You look like you got laid. I, I, you have after sex hair. Oh, then. <laughs> you do. You have. We're trying to whisper because Tara's at work. So you look like you, you have after sex glow. Okay. Your teeth look particularly shiny today. Okay. Your eyes are bright and vibrant, and your hair, I mean, just looks fantastic. My eyes are, so we skipped this last week. Yeah, because I was in Oregon, mm-hmm. and I guess we're going to skip next week because, because you're going to be, be in, in right. Alabama. Um, I'm, I'm always bummed out when that happens, so I'm excited when we get to meet again. Like, I think that's so much fun. And it, it uh, my whole week is like, it kind of revolves around this in some way, like you you want it's so now you're gonna make me all blushy. Well, it this is fun. Like it is fun. I don't no, get a do lot you, of time to do the mic yeah. thing. I mean, honestly, it really it's just sort of for our own bloviating pleasure. If people listen to it, well, that's just about. No, I was I was told the other day. So uh, on on the show, somebody's like, "Dude, I've been listening to your show," and I'm like, "Oh yeah." He's like, "It is some of the funniest shit I've ever heard in my right life." On. And I was like, "Thank you." He goes, "Who did your intro?" Oh, it's great. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, JP did." I was like, "It was a kid that was working with me." And he uh, he just offered to, and he made this incredible intro. Yeah. So, um, yeah, people like the intro. People think we're funny. Yeah, I, it's funny. I actually am working on a second project for the Influence Foundation now that I've got you know uh, you know two hands full of episodes up and whatever. And I actually need an intro for the next project that I'm doing. And so I would be happy to pay JP. You want me to get him to, in touch with you? Yeah, if you wouldn't mind, I would be happy to pay him. I mean, the guy that did my music did a great job. I just don't know. Oh, gracias. Um, I just don't know if he can do what I want him to do. And based on how this is carved up, I think JP can. JP did it brilliantly yeah. with zero direction, zero. He goes, just talk about what the show's about. And I was like, okay, we sent, we, I think we recorded two different clips and sent them to him. Right. And it took us probably 12 seconds each. And we got this shits from it. Yeah, he's great. No, he, he is. Yeah. He's a super sweet kid, too. So um, anyway, you're going on vacation. You've got this cheap. You've got You your, said that was a big life decision. You, you, it was a big life decision, but you have those, uh, those with the, I mean, and again, I don't say this to offend anybody, but I'm not going to apologize for saying it either. You have very effeminate colored liner to your, your underpants yeah. that are sewn into your shorts, have a very unmasculine pastel tealish color to them. Uh, That's because you want something like that cradling your balls. Well, I mean, no, I mean, if I was, if we were getting something, then it would be warm and it would be moist and it would have sort of a, a feminine a, color, a pinkish, yeah. purplish flesh color to it. And that, you would love and, it. And I would want that. Now, if it was going to cradle my balls, it would have to have lips and teeth. But <laughs> but for 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 me, peen, for me, pecker, for me, little my little Willie, you know, yeah, something that looked more. Vaginal would I mean, be enjoyable, I guess. The shorts are fine. The and shorts, the shorts are, fine. are the shorts are great, and the the color is very. I mean, I guess for they look like normal shorts. The giant clit you call a penis, I guess they work. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, so life decisions. Life decisions. So you guys bought a Jeep. So here's yeah. what happened. I pulled up to your I pulled up to your complex mm-hmm. and I texted you wondering where you were at because I did not see your car. Yeah. And then you were like, Well, bl- old blind man, um, I'm here. I'm at my apartment. You I was were- literally walking out to the trash when right. you got here. And I was confused. And then you see you came over to my car and you educated me that you got a new car. Yeah. And a Jeep. Yeah. So that's a big deal. You and uh, you and uh, Tara Berry here got two new vehicles. Yeah. So what's the so what prompted all that? So uh, vacation was. Listeners are like, why the fuck do you care? Why Chris? Got, I care why Chris. Because got a it's new a car. big life thing. Because it's a big life decision. It's a big change. And your other car was super kick ass and gave smiles per gallon. And this this one gives smiles per gallon too. Anywho, so the Jeep was. We're getting ready to go out of town. Um, I was going to rent a car. And I was like, man, that I don't want to fucking pay for a rental car. I, I get a good deal on it because I'm in the car business, but it just it didn't make sense. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm not doing that. I will just. Uh, and you and Tara had been talking about getting Tara a new vehicle for some yeah, time. Yeah, she wanted an SUV. Um, and so, if you're a reg, if you're one of the four regular listeners to the show, you already knew this. Yeah, they know things. These guys are tuned in. Yeah, you know, but. Uh, yeah, Evie's like, fuck, I already knew Tara wanted a new vehicle. Move on. Yeah. Go. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love you, Evie. So we, uh, I, I, they lease really well right now. And I was like, well, fuck it. Let's just lease one. Because the, it changed her payment $15 a month to go from a Camry to a Jeep Wrangler. Mm-hmm. Well, why wouldn't I do that? It's $15 a month. So for, you know, 50 cents a day, basically, I get a born badass car. Done. Uh, so we did that, got her a Jeep, and I had the accident in my car back in February, and my, I was getting ready to pay to put leather seats in my car because it had cloth. Um, it was like a straight-up just fucking let's-go-fast car, nothing fun or special about anything in the car. Right. And I was like, so man, you do a little upgrade. Yeah, so I was like, I, I want leather and shit like that. So um, this other car showed up at work. And uh, was in the showroom, and I was gonna I was gonna buy that one. It was a uh, Scat Pack wide body, and the thing was totally loaded, but it had a sixty thousand dollar price tag. Now, to me, a Scat Pack sounds like uh, a vacuum sealed, pre measured portion of feces that would be used in German pornography. It is Scat it Pack. Is. <laughs> it is with a three ninety two, and we don't know what the numbers have to do with anything. Uh, so. <laughs> That's the you get your that's, bag that's of shit. corn particles per million. <laughs> you get your bag of shit with your car. Uh, but no, so I was looking at this one and it had a $60,000 price tag. And I was like, man, that's fucking insane. But the, car, the car's sick. So I'm like, maybe I'll get that one. I, I go through the process and then I hear my payment on it. And it was like $1,000. And I was like, fuck that. Not doing it. Um, so didn't get that one. There was another one that was like $20,000 cheaper basically the same price that I paid for my last car, but it had more features in it. And uh, getting it, my payments, at, you're fine. My payments actually went down. Huh. So I pay $100 less a month now for Minus this car. Minus the 15, you're ahead 85 bucks, right? Yeah, right, right. yeah, so I'm killing it. Right like on, I, man. All in all, it made financial sense. So it wasn't sense. really a big decision. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't. It was kind of a no-brainer. It's like, okay, we can pay less, get more car. Why not? Right. So that's what we did. And I, now I have air blowing on my butt in my car. Yeah. Why? Because it's comfortable. Wow. I'll take you for a ride. I, I, I mean, I, that, I mean, yeah, I, I would appreciate that sometime. Uh, but it, I don't understand. Like, I, I hate heated seats. So it makes me uncomfortable. 
Heated, it reminds me. It reminds me of sitting on a warm toilet. Heated seats get too hot too fast. Vented seats are something totally different. It's uh, there's perforations in the seat, and there's just a little bit of air that goes through all the perforations, and it's just enough to make a hot leather seat comfortable. Hmm. Very very bearable. Nothing big. Very simple. I love it. So it sounds like an innovation that compensates for leather having the potential to be discomfort or to be uncomfortable yeah. in hot places. Exactly. Like, well, in the sweaty-ass fucking Missouri. Yeah, or fucking Tejas or whatever. Right. You know what You know what does not have disgusting moisture outside is Oregon. Yeah, how was it? It was amazing. So my wife took me on this really, really nice trip to Oregon. My my wife has wanted to move to the Pacific Northwest, or as they say up there, the PNW. Um, She's wanted to move up to the Pacific Northwest for some time. And she's scoped out a lot of different places. And she found uh, found this little suburb called Medford. Medford is near a suburb called Ashland, and Mm -hmm. Ashland's kind of a hoity-toity place. And uh, then there's Jacksonville, which is hoity-toity-ish, and, uh, you know, Grants Pass, and a few other places. Oregon is fucking hoity-toity, except for where all the homeless people are in Portland, I think. So here's the interesting thing about Oregon. There were a lot of things that I liked about it. I mean, Mm -hmm. I was one of the things that we made a point of was to go to a gun store, because I just wanted to talk to them about what are Oregon laws like, what are restrictions like. What's the attitude like? And ultimately, uh, during that conversation, I said to the guy I was talking to, I was like, look, man, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a good old redneck from Missouri. I said, I, 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 just, I just want to be left the fuck alone and shoot guns and smoke weed and not the two things together. And the guy's like, welcome to Oregon. So they're lax on gun laws, sir? They, they are currently. Here's the issue with politics in Oregon. Just like just like many left leaning states, and this is not a political show and I'm not making a political statement, but the suburbs and the rural areas in Oregon seem to be very, very different politically than the densely populated urban areas. Sure. Now, what's interesting to me, uh, well, you know what I don't I don't want to get into that, but the the people were all polite respectful, and I'm paraphrasing Dan Cummins, the comedian here, so I can't take credit for this, but there is a healthy undercurrent of stay the fuck out of my business. Well, that's nice. And I I liked that quite a bit. So we... We, you know, looked at, you know, we looked at acreage. We went to a couple different manufactured home places, mm-hmm. which basically is a trailer, uh, you know, living. But yeah. it's it's not on wheels. It's put on. You can have them put on a slab. Mm-hmm. You can have them put on. They'll throw it on a basement if you ask them to. Yeah. Right. But, I mean, we're not going to do basements for a variety of reasons out there. But the point is, is that we're making this huge life decision. I've lived in Missouri all my life. All of my friends live here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that's that's hard. But I fell in love with the place. I mean, they they love guns, dogs, marijuana, craft beer, and minding their own fucking business. That's my kind of place. It really, really is. But there are a lot of homeless people. Um, and not to get into you know why homelessness exists, but mental illness is a big part of it. Sure. Right. And and people were fucking nuts. I mean, people are talking to themselves. People are weird. Right. There were some weird fucking people out there, but nobody accosted me when I was in Indianapolis recently uh, and in Kansas City. uh, I was just accosted by people, you know, And, and it's funny and it sounds terrible to say. 
I spent money on a scooter in Indianapolis to not be accosted by crazy people uh, and, and panhandlers. I spent money to ride a scooter past them, right? More yeah, money than up. I would have spent to give to them. But that's neither here nor there. I mean, we could get into you know how you help homeless people really and how it's a mental illness issue, uh, not an issue of employment or resources. Sure, sure. Any, any which way. I'm sure that it is in some factor. But for me, the big problem was is that it's the tribe's not out there, right? I mean, the gaming hobby, the thing that I love, the thing that I want to build my career on, it is it is not exclusively a Midwestern thing, but it's really a Midwestern thing, right? And I went to a We're couple, fucking landlocked, bro. Yeah, what else do we have to do? Exactly. I mean, most gamers are Midwesterners. You know, not entirely true, but there's a different attitude about gaming here than there are other places. And the gaming community out there seemed okay. <clears throat> the stores were okay. Um, you know, I had better experiences at the store in Oregon than I did when I was in Indianapolis recently, but that's okay. not the subject for this show. The point is, is that it's a big fucking change and, and, I, and I'm scared that I'm going to go out there and, and hate I, it. I'm going to have no, that, not that I'm going to love it, but then I'm going to have difficulty meeting other people with similar interests. Stop it. I, I, You're fucking Mike Brodeur. That, that doesn't mean anything. It does. No, look, you're very personable. You, you're sweet and you're kind, and, and, and I appreciate that. But it's, I, I don't. I guess what it is is that I don't want to have to do it, and I'm scared because there's a healthy sense of I want to fucking do this that I'm not going to be good at it while I'm out there. So, are you for sure going? I mean, yeah, it's it's pretty much a done deal. I mean, is and you know, the issue at this point is finding land. So sure. we're going to move out there with my in laws. My mother in law and her husband are both retired, and the idea is to buy some acreage and put a couple manufactured homes out there, one for them, one for us, and then just have our land and take care of our dogs and take care of our garden and yada yada yada, and have jobs where my wife and I can work from home. That's the that's the goal, right? And so really the challenges are now my wife needs to find something where she can work for home or from home, excuse me. Sure. Uh, but, I mean, that's that's where we're at. But th- those aren't the things that her finding a job and prepping the house to sell and selling the house and going through all the financials and all the setbacks that are going to come from that. Those aren't the things that scare me. It's it's the social aspect yeah, of it. It's the social aspect that kind of bugs me. So Joe Moore went to Texas, and, like, he has a family, like a familial support system out there. Right. But it's very, very different from the support system he has out here. Um and I think that was one of the things, like, they've been out there for a couple of years now, mm-hmm. and I think that was one of the things that they've encountered, and Joe's wanting to come back now. Right. He, he's like, you know, I love I love my family, and I'm grateful to have gotten time with them. He's like, but I've built this family up there with my friends and, with you know, with the community up there right. that, I, that I love. And so that was one of those things that was really tough for him, and he actually randomly showed up at my work the other day. It was amazing. That's cool. So he uh, he sends me a text. He's like, hey, are you working today? And I was like, yeah. He's like, all right, I'm going to send a friend in to uh, see you. And I was like, okay, man, I'll write you a referral check if they end up buying something. And he's like, thanks, man. And, and that's then, it. And then 
one of the guys comes and grabs me. And I, I thought that was kind of fishy because I'm like, who the fuck does Joe know that's looking for a car? People are more specific when they're telling you about their yeah, friends. Yeah, like, hey, my buddy Steve's going to come exactly. over. He's looking for a truck. Exactly. Um, can you take care of him? You that's know? exactly right. Yeah. So it was very vague. And I was like, I wonder if he's in town or going to come to town or something like that. But I wasn't 100%. And then... Uh, I was like, well, maybe he is going to show somebody because he just said thanks when I, you know, told him about the referral check. So maybe, maybe he is actually sending somebody. So then one of the guys walks up to me and he's like, hey, he's like, there's some guy in a beanie named Joe here for you. And I was like, no fucking way. That's awesome. And I was actually selling my uncle and, uh, or my cousin a car at that point in time. So I had like family there and then Joe shows up and man, I was so fucking stoked to see that dude. I gave him a huge hug. I told him about how he was a Nazi for not letting us talk about Star Wars and how you called him on that. <laughs> and uh, it was just fucking good to see him. And, it, like, I, I can imagine that that would be really unnerving for you because yeah. you've, you've got a, a whole community here and a bunch of people that well, love and adore anymore. you. Yeah. I'm not young, right? And, and it's just like... You get, you get hung up on that so much. I, I do, but, you know, you get to a point... You just get stuck in your ways, right? You just get... I don't know. I guess I'm afraid of effort. I've always been afraid of effort. Dude, you fucking quit working a normal job, doing the safe thing, yeah. okay? And you started... Well, I didn't say it was smart. Well, you, did some, I, you did I've some... I've extremely limited is, success thus far. This is what you... You started some bullshit company. No yeah. offense. Yeah. Um, but any new company is a bullshit company sure. until it's successful. You know right. what I mean? So you start some bullshit company, and that's what you fucking did. On a, like, not on a whim, yeah. something that you wanted to do, but it... That's a big fucking step to take. So, like, to say that you're scared and set in your ways is kind of bullshit. You're a little more courageous than sure, you give yourself okay. well, credit for. And that's and that's fair. But part of the reason that I was able to make that jump is the infrastructure that I have here. Absolutely. Right? And 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 you know the 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 couple really really influential people in that process are people that I'm going to be leaving behind sure. right i mean talking for a living is something that i really learned that i wanted to do doing fear the boot and it's simply just reinforced doing this with you I, I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. I'm worried that it's not going to work out. I'm worried that I'm not going to meet people. I just guess there's a lot of anxiety. So what if it it doesn't? I mean, what what if you go out there and it doesn't work out? Well, I mean, you could always come back too. Yeah, I love it there. You've visited there. No, I want, I want. You've not lived there. I, I. Does that make sense? So my house that I walked in, my house that I've lived in for 15 years. Yeah. That was the first house we walked into when we were going to buy a house. And I just knew that was the one. Now, we saw other houses. Sure. We did other stuff. And I didn't try to make an argument to persuade my wife that this is the house that we should buy. Um, But, you know, I expressed that I liked it. We saw a bunch of other stuff. None of them, you just have an instinct, right? I mean, I've been with the same woman for 20, um, 28 years, right? You just, sometimes I see something that I want and I know it's what I want. Okay. You know? I'm just... Being out there, hiking on, you know, on Grizzly Peak Trail, yeah, you know, driving through the Redwoods down 199 and then back up into, you know, down to California, back up into Oregon to go to the ocean and just listen to that, man. Just to being fucking driving distance to Endor. I mean, it sounds I'm, cool. Yeah. I mean, I'm super stoked about that for, I you know. I you called it indoor, by the way. Yeah. I mean, it's inexpensive, perfectly acceptable, legal marijuana of 
good quality, great craft beers, people leaving you alone, dog lovers and dog owners everywhere, dogs everywhere. This is pretty fucking great. It was pretty great. But it's just missing that one thing. But that one thing's a big hang-up for me. I mean, I think that's totally fair, though. Like, you know, life is a, a lot of life is about relationships that you have with people and stuff like that and the people that you meet and surround yourself with. So that would be fucking completely scary to go to a far-off land where you don't know. You're not 20 years old, so you're like, oh, my God, th- this matters because I'm not right. 20. I'm not going to be out and about playing with, you know, making new friends and playing with them. I'm going to be hanging out with my wife and in-laws. All right. And that'll be it. Yeah. And so, my 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 social network is going to be, well, the internet, which I fucking hate because it's not social. It's all filtered or fake or a combination of the two. Yeah. You know, I, I'm going to have to go to game stores and I'm going to have to find a fucking game group, man. I don't want to do that. <laughs> I got a good picture of you. Did you? In your, in your space dock hat. Oh, never mind. It didn't turn out good. Oh, good. It was blurry. You started smiling right after the picture, so I thought, yeah. I was like, that's going to be a good one. It didn't. We have to start posting things. I was told this the other day. Mm. Yeah. By a grown-up. Mm. Right on. No, I mean, that would be, it, it would be unnerving. I, I don't know. I w- Tara and I have talked about, like, oh, would we move away and shit like that? Sure. Yeah. Sure. Um, but, like, also, I don't, you're lucky in in oh, this dude. sense. No, I'm lucky in a lot of ways. Well, like, even, even with, like, the Influence Foundation. So, with that, you don't have a partner that you have to worry about. Right. You're the one doing the content creation and shit like that. So, it's not like you have to worry about somebody not being able to come to you to work together or anything along the lines of that. Right. You know, at any given point in time, you can sit down and do what you want to do you're geographically like yeah you're you're giving up some good game spots but you're fucking traveling to do shit now right. so it's it's not like that'll change right no you're 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 right you're right i mean and there in a certain sense it's going to be easier for me out there and i calculated that in part of the move because there are more game companies out there in terms of pub, not or in terms of uh, you know cre- you know content creators yeah. out there, there are a lot of really good game stores. You know, I'm spitting distance to California, which has a huge number of game stores. Arizona has great game stores. Frankly, I could start, I could literally start driving to some of the Canadian stores that I want to see. That'd be fucking yeah. cool. I mean, it, so there's a lot of really really great opportunity there. I just, yeah, I'm just a little nervous about it. You're fucking brave, dude. The fact yeah. that you're doing it's pretty brave, man. Well, and I thought about it a lot because you know, my wife and I, we've had our, we've had our, our, our troubles, and you know, we've had our, 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 our turbulence in the last few years. But ultimately, she is still my number one partner. She is still the most important person to me in this world, and it's something that is important to her. It's far more important to her than it is to me, but it's important enough to me that I I, I, I want to make it work. You know, I, w- I want to do this for her. I want to, I mean, I, I like it out there, but it's important to her. It's important to my mother-in-law, and I adore my mother-in-law. And so if these things are important to them, then they're on some level important to me too. You know, just to have my apprehension. So, like, making a big decision then yeah. is greatly influenced by 
those who you care about. Yeah, absolutely. And, like who's involved in that decision? Yeah. yeah. You know, like I would never, I mean, I'm sure that you wouldn't just go buy a car without Tara's, you know, consultation. Like what kind of monster would go ahead and make a decision like that? I mean, I totally would. Yeah. Twice? Yeah. It wasn't twice, but yeah. It sounds like it was twice, Chris. Save money. No. I called her and told her what was going on. Then I said, hey, this is the course of action that's being taken. No, that's not what you do. You sit down at the table and you say, babe, I'd, I'd like to, you know, here's what I'm thinking about doing. Sure. What? That's not what Chris does. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, like, and I feel like an asshole in my marriage because, you know, my wife, it's not like she, she's never said, no, this is ridiculous, you can't do that. She's always been you know, some degree of supportive yeah. in my, in my ridiculous decisions. Uh, and in my substance abuse, certainly she has been an enabler, but I, I can't, I mean, we've had times where I have discussed something with her and it didn't feel like it was a thorough enough discussion. I couldn't imagine just like, Hey babe, beep, beep, check out this new fucking wheels I bought. She would shit. She would absolutely shit. We work, both of us work very hard, and when it, when it comes to money, I'm like, we'll get more. Right. We'll get more. So if... Uh, yeah, and you're good at that. If, if there's something that she likes, thank you, by the way. If there's something that she likes, I'm like, just fucking get it. If there's something that I want, I'm going to fucking get it. Right. Uh, something the kids want, I'll fucking get it for them. Like... That's that's why I work hard is so that I can do those things, and that's why she works hard so that she can do those things. We fucking grew up poor as fuck, dude. There were like six years ago, there were right. times where we could barely keep food on the table. Right. You know what I mean? And now that's it, that it couldn't be more far from the case. Right. So, you know, get it while the getting's good, I guess. Yeah, I and mean, then that's good advice. Whew. Advice. Yeah, I mean, that is that is get it while the getting's good. But I just think that, you know, you when you make decisions, you need to consider the people in your life uh, who are impacted by those decisions. And you really have to consider what you're going to do. I mean, obviously, you guys, I, I can't imagine that you and Tara do anything without first considering the children. No, we, we talk anytime we there's a conversation before one of us makes a big old decision. We talk about it. Okay. Sometimes it doesn't go my way. Like when we got that puppy, I thought the fucking price was through. It was astronomical, yeah, completely no. stupid. Yeah. Um, she was like, I want this fucking puppy. I'm just going to buy it. And I'm like, all right, you know what? Whatever. Like there's another fight to be had somewhere else that's more important than a couple of bucks with the car. I'm paying fucking less money, you know? And my term is shorter. There's nothing for her to be pissed off about. Right. It's all, it's a, it's an upgrade. Yeah. All in all, it's yeah. a win. So yeah. it's interesting though. I still would have not made that decision because it's such a big, it's such a big property. Uh, I would not have made that decision without discussing it with her, even though it was cheaper. I'm also in a, in a business where this happens all the time. Right. Like it's easier to do it for me than it yeah. is for you. No, I get that. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, no, no. I do. Um, like where where you're if you're around board games all the time, how many times would you fucking buy oh, board geez, games? I and bring can't it home? even. I yeah. can't. I can't even. Or fucking, you know, I, toy soldiers. I, I, dude, all the time. You'd be buying. It's crazy. You'd be buying that shit. It's crazy. So 
this is the that's the fucking industry that I'm in. Yeah, it's I got fucking you. cars and yeah. Yeah, every day. Yeah, and that and that's a that's an interesting perspective because that that puts a, a really a, a much clearer spin on my understanding. Yeah, yeah. Every day I'm pushing somebody's car yeah, over the it's curb. It's just a thing. It is. It's another toy. Right. So that's it's just expensive. It is, but uh, so how many hundreds of dollars would you spend a month on a toy soldier? I don't want to talk about this. No, 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 but it's, it's, (laughs) I'll bet, (laughs) I'll bet it was a car payment. Oh, it depends on the month, but sure. And over the years, it is, you have paid fucking, you've probably paid 40, 50, 60, $70,000. I don't even like to consider the amount of money that I have spent on games and toy soldiers. Literally the same thing. No, it's true. It's, so it's true. Like, it's, just, it. it's just smaller purchases over a greater amount of time. Yeah, but at the end of the day, it's the same money. Yeah. So why not? I, I, I hate it when people are smart. It really, I find it annoying. No, I'm justifying something. That's yeah. what I'm doing. It's not smart. <laughs> I was okay. selling I was selling you. <laughs> well, you did a great job. Yeah. You no, did a great job they, selling me. They I'm totally ready to buy a car. Let's go, let's go do this. <laughs> a fucking car. I'm let's a go car. get you a new Challenger, boy. No. no oh, no. yeah. No, but, sleeper. We've talked about this. Oh, yeah, sleeper. If I, was, if I was super rich, man, I'd have a sleeper. What kind? I don't know, man. Uh, so I, I have an affinity for the Mazda RX-8s. Uh, Everybody makes fun of them. They're like, that car is fucking ugly. In X-Men 2, when they revealed that car to the world, I was like, that car is so fucking sick. (laughs) I thought it was the coolest, man. I will probably end up buying one at some point, especially since you can get them for like 2000 bucks now. You know, somebody ran the balls off. I don't fucking care. Right. Yeah, see, my, my dream car would be a black 69 Mustang, right? But we would get rid of all the Mustang logos, and we would replace them with Nightmares from Dungeons & Dragons, which oh, is the, the, the big black mare horse. with the yes. flaming hooves and the flaming mane, and then have the headlights replaced with just, like, red shields over them, red filters, and I would... So they would do, actually, now that you could get red LED halos, uh-huh. that would look fucking nasty it look, it in would that look yeah, and that's the, that would be the car that that's the car that I would want. The either. nightmare. Yeah, I would want the nightmare. That that's absolutely that or the car that uh, the car. And I don't even know what it is. It's just the coolest muscle car ever, which is the very original Mad Max. The car that uh, Mad Max drives at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, the Franken car. Yeah. No, when he's still a cop. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. the interceptor or whatever it was called. Or they had okay. interceptors and interdictors and you know whatever. Nice. I'd call mine the invective. The invective. Yeah. I'd call mine the infector. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think uh, 71 Mustangs have a really cool body. I like the 71 Mach 1. I think it's such a sexy car. Um, little different body styling than the uh, 60-something, 69. Somebody's knocked on your door. Yeah. Hey, kids, I think your friends are here. Yeah, so I like that, I like that late 60s chunky body. You yeah, but in the 70s, they started to get this more, like, streamlined, pointed thing going on, and yeah. I think that's so fucking cool looking. I think it's, call it dope. That's what the kids say. Do- oh, dope. dope. Do the kids still say dope? I don't think I don't that know. they do. I think that my, I mean, I've said this before on the show, but in my house, we have a rule. If you have to ask if the kids still say it, they don't fucking say it. That's good to know. Yeah. That's good to know. Um, so, yeah, you wouldn't make a car purchase without talking to memory about yeah. it. But- I would. I would not. But you would spend a hundred thousand dollars over the course of ten years on miniatures. Uh that's a. I mean, that's <laughs> a, that seems like a lot of miniatures. Does it? <laughs> well, it does. Didn't you pull out baggies of fucking hands and shit? <laughs> I knew. You're like, Chris. These are left hands, and I was like, you fucking nerd. <laughs> well, okay. So let's be perfectly clear. 
Um, just for a, for a peek for the listeners who are not in the miniature toy soldier hobby, yeah. there are a variety of ways to, to, to get your toy soldiers. One of the most effective ways for companies to produce manufacturers is polystyrene steel plate injection molding. And you'll get a lot of multi-part kits when you do that, and they are kind enough to because they're already carving the molds, they're already they're already doing the CAD work to to design to design the parts, and they end up with extra space. Yep. So a lot of times, because the plastic, the polystyrene is so fucking cheap, and you figure you know, lasering another hand into this mold is not that big a deal when you're talking, you know five and six figures to make this mold. It just doesn't cost you any extra to add in a hand in there, right? Plastic-wise, it costs you fucking nothing. So you do it. And then the consumer feels great because they got extra shit. And then when you're an obsessive compulsive organizer like I am, oh. you go to Uline.com <laughs> and you buy some four mil you know, Ziploc bags in various sizes and you cut off your extra bits and you organize them. So when four you're Four mil Ziploc bags. Those are the ones that people sell crack in. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've got to have a sturdy bag. Right? You don't want the shitty two mil bags. They tear too easy. You need the and fucking crack bags. You need, a, you need a durable bag. Now, I don't. none of my crack dealers use quality plastic bags. Maybe I'm buying crack from the wrong person. But Clearly. <laughs> well, I'm not getting any thinner from the crack, so that's also a problem. But what I'm saying is, is that I just organize shit. So if later I'm like, man, it'd be really cool if I had a left hand with a bolt. Pit. Oh shit, I do. And just go through and you yeah. tinker. And I know I was I was commenting on how disgustingly organized you were. I love it. And that I was stuff. like, this is fucking insane. Yeah, well, you were like, hey, these are here. Are my here are my 40k bits. They're segregated yeah. by type and faction. And here are my frostgrave bits segregated by gender and stuff. Because I, I, if I'm looking for a woman's head, I don't want to dig through 50 men's heads. Sure. Sure. And you sound like a serial killer. <laughs> if I want a woman's head, I don't want a man's head. Yeah. Oh, no. Man, I have a napkin. I'm super bleeding. Oh, are you? Why yeah, you it's that? my well, because I'm an idiot. And I, I scratched my leg and because it itched. And then it scabbed up. And then the scab itched. And, well, here we are, blood. You crazy dog. What's that? You cracked Oh! i tell you something, Joe Rogan. Meth marks. I do crack. Got the meth marks and pop Yeah, marks. no, no. Meth is something that I, I tell you, there are, there are certain drugs that I'm curious about and certain drugs that I've never tried that I absolutely have sworn off. Yeah. Uh, that I'm, meth is a drug that I'll never do. Are you sure? I'm, I mean, unless somebody gives me a Mickey... Can you still say that, or is that racist to? to is, that, is that racist to the Irish? They call him Bill Cosby. Oh, getting Cosby'd. Yeah. yeah, a panty dropper. That's what he called him. Uh, you give him a little panty dropper, wiggly waggly doogly do. Yeah, that's fucked up, man. <laughs> what a here's shit a, bird. Here's, a, here's here's I mean here's your word of wisdom for the episode. Don't put your dick in people and volunteer who 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 don't volunteer to have your dick put in them, especially children. Ah, oh, fuck these pedophiles. Just keep your dick out of places where your dick ain't welcome. Oh, man. We've, we've been having some interesting conversations over the past few weeks here at home and at work. And uh, they generally revolve around, like, don't fucking fuck kids. Yeah. Don't fuck kids. You should die if you fuck kids. And, like, I'm very adamant on this one. And I'm like, if I ever found out somebody fucked one of my kids, they wouldn't exist anymore. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, enough. I've I have seen enough docu series and documentary films, and listened to enough true crime podcasts that you know don't fuck kids. I mean, that needs that should have been that should be the eleventh commandment, right? Don't fuck kids. It's don't. so simple. Don't do it. Don't it's fuck kids. So fucking simple. Hey, you just don't do it. Right. Now, I, I don't want to go so far as to say that I – well, here's where here's another thing that I struggle with, right, is is the value of human life, right? Like I don't I, – I, you can't take human life – you cannot end human life lightly, right? But at what point does a human life no longer have value? Oh, as soon as you fuck a kid. But, but, but it's still a human being. No, it's not. You see, a human being would imply that you were doing something for the betterment and along with your species. When you're fucking kids, you're no longer doing either of those things. Okay. So then, but then where does that definition end? Because if, if the de- definition is to be a contributing member of society, that's what makes you a human being. Well, then a, a very strong case can be made that a lot of people, myself included, are not actual humans. Contributing to society is is not – you are seeing to the development of the human species. Right. Do you engage in meaningful conversation with people, all this bullshit? Oh, sure. Yes, 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 and yes. Well, no, and I'm okay if you and say the line is fucking ec- children. If ec- you say- economically, you do things to stim- stimulate things. And do you fuck kids? No. Do you murder people? Like uh, these are these are I basic. Do not murder people. When you do those things, you are taking away from the species as a whole, which means you're probably not one of us any longer. And if you're a kid fucker, yeah. somebody should fucking destroy you. I gotcha. My my concern with arguments like this, and I know we're just having a sure, hypothetical, sure, sure. is where does one draw the line? Where where do where's I mean? And if you say the line's fucking children. Great. I'm in. That's a cool line. I'll, I'll draw that line. I'm, I'm happy with that. The problem I have is that people are going to want to push that line, right? Both ways, though. People yeah. are going to want to push it Well, both hell, ways. there's a whole... There's, there's a, the fucking pedophiles trying to get included in yep. LGBT yep. Map, element OP. Yep, map and, map, and not, map and non-map or no map. You know, the yeah. minor Fuck attracted people and the non-offending minor attracted yeah. people. Fuck you. Yeah. Fuck you. Like... There's a bunch of people that are in the LGB, you know, T, I, however many letters come after that. I, I, um, there, there's a bunch of people that are in that group, and they're like, fuck you, pedos, because you're yeah. pieces of shit, dude. Right. Nobody wants you to be in their group, man. Yeah, you're no, just, you're on nobody's team. Yeah, that should just be non-cis. Yeah, you should. It's so inclusive. Just If you're not a heterosexual, you're just part of that group, right? Right. Yeah. Now, I know most child molesters are, are heterosexual or identify as heterosexual. Sure, yeah. yeah. We could send them all to the moon without helmets. I'd be cool with that. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I mean, Fuck them. Yeah, I mean, as somebody who believes in God, I have a hard time disposing of human life. Yeah, Even see, the most heinous of this human is, lives. This is, I, I, I said this to somebody the other day. I'm like, I am not God. Right. Believe in God, absolutely. Am I God? No. I'm not fucking merciful. I'm not all these things. I do what I can to be a good person. But there's like, there's lines that I fucking draw. And guess what, man? God was pretty fucking mean for a period of time if you read that book. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you, yeah, that's that. I don't want to get into religion and religious no, philosophy, but you, you hear what I'm saying. I mean, if you, if you believe in a higher power, does life have a certain sanctity? It does. I mean, it does. Re- regardless of behavior. Yeah. But would I, would I go kill a cow and eat it? Or well, deer or whatever. Sure, sure, sure. 
We're apex predators. That's yeah. what we do. Okay. So when you're fucking kids, then you're on my radar, man. Mm, I see what then you're I saying. Can, then I can start hunting you because we're not the same species anymore, you fucking piece of shit. You kid fucker. I hate that, dude. Hate it. It irritates me, especially since I have kids. So if we could identify a molester gene, right? No. And- no. I wouldn't. Can't do it. This is you don't want to do pre. You don't want to not do minority crimes. report or whatever. Yeah, no, right, fuck right. that. Um, but if, if somebody's caught offending, destroy them. Uh, turn them over to society. Give them to the parents and make it public. Uh, that's savage, man. It's, that's, it is I mean, savage. That's but the guess, amendment. But guess what? Everybody would fucking see it. Yeah, I can't see again. I mean, no, it's is, unconstitutional. I'm not yeah. saying that it's not, but it's it's cruel and unusual to right. fucking fuck a kid, right? So when it, it see it's so heinous you, to fuck children, rapists you, and murderers want to kill you when you're incarcerated. If you if you go to prison and you get out, you have to get citizenship again in order to vote and stuff. Okay? Depending on what your crime was. So you're not you're not a fucking person, basically. You can go, you can go to get a job, blah, blah, blah. You get to keep living, but there's nothing you're not a fucking citizen. That person's still a human being though. Sure. But when you fuck kids, you're not. Okay. Like you've taken you've taken everything from somebody that was a fucking baby. You know what I mean? That that somebody had everything in front of them. Everything. Relationships, love, sex, all that stuff. And you fucking took it from them by being some skeevy piece of shit. Like you're you forfeit your rights when you start infringing upon those of another human being. Mm-hmm. So Guess what? You fucking ruined this person's life. And a lot of in a, in a lot of the time, people that are molested, they can't have normal sexual relationships, and so, like they end up kind of fucked up because right. guess what? You were molested. No, the damage damage done to you as a child is. I mean, the, the brain is the most significant organ and the one that we understand the least. Mm-hmm. And damage done to you as a child um, is irreparable, and it, and it just it's baked into the cake, right? So yeah. you take that damage, it changes your brain, and then you know, in your late twenties, your brain congeals, solidifies. However, finally, you know, it, it finishes forming, yeah. and all that shit that was done to you when you were a kid. Right. It's hardwired now. Yeah. Well, and it's very, very likely that in addition to all that damage being hardwired, you also have been hardwired to abuse yeah. others. Fuck that, dude. So if we just start eradicating them. So why don't we do that with all the people who are positive for COVID? Yeah, there just you fucking go. put them down. Totally the same. Just put them totally down. Totally the and same. And then, then we're not. Are they exposed. fucking kids? <laughs> Because if they are, man, I'm kidding. Is that I'm how they contract? I don't want to get because I, I very much. I mean, I wear my mask. I very much believe that COVID is a real thing. But finally, after six months, I know somebody firsthand who actually has it. Yeah. Are they on a ventilator? No. Yeah, they're going to live then. No, they're perfectly healthy. Yeah. Well, and I mean, there's a lot of conflicting science about ventilators, and that hey, ventilators actually made it worse. So well, whatever. I don't want to get into all that because I'm not an expert. I can just read scientific documents and have a basic understanding of them, unlike half the scientists that are writing them. I can't. I can't. Say oh, that. you're so smart. Science people are no, they're much smarter. I mean, they're they're exposed to an education that I'm not. Yeah, and they're not kid fuckers. Yeah. That's the other thing that bugs me too. As long as they're not kid fuckers, but you know, people shit on other people. This is something that stuck in my craw recently. Yeah, I don't know. It's not talking about making a life decision, but maybe it is. Everything you do is an operation of faith, 
Yeah. People people say, oh, well, don't tell me to have faith. Oh, it's faith, 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 faith. is a weak, stupid argument. Yeah. Well, I hate it. Actually, I don't hate it at all. Everything I do is faith. I have faith in the people for whom I voted. I have faith in my neighbor. I have faith that people are going to do the right thing. I have faith that the news that I am being, that it's being reported is accurate and true. Everything you do, the doctor tells you, you have this this, uh, this ailment this or whatever. Ailment or yeah. whatever. Right. Thank you. Ailment is a perfect word. The doctor tells you that you have this ailment. You have to believe them. You have to have faith in them. Right? Well, you have faith that you're going to go to Target right. and not get shot right. or chopped up. Everything you yeah. do is uncertain unless you have firsthand knowledge of that thing. Yeah. Right? Uh, that's, that's kind of scary, but it's also kind of liberating to think that, you know, so, so much of it is out of my control. It's the serenity prayer. I mean, that's right. really all that is. You've been oh, going sure. to AA, haven't you? No, no, I have not gone to AA. I thought about actually. I drank a lot of beer while I was in Oregon. Did it you? Was terrible, yeah. Uh-huh. It was terrible. But I was like, "Fuck, it's craft beer made here locally." That like craft macaroni and cheese. Yeah. Well, they there were people that had artisanal mac and cheese. Well, that's a fucking word I hate. But anyway, <laughs> nothing's more douchey than artisanal. <laughs> I, just, I mean, I can feel my mustache curl when I say it. I just you know, I don't have one. Turned into a cunt. All of a sudden, oh, Jesus Christ! Uh, yeah, don't fuck kids. Don't fuck kids. That's that's, a, that's an important lesson. That's the word of wisdom. That is the word of wisdom. And if you know somebody that fucks kids, turn them in. Gosh, fuck, put them down or put them down. Yeah, don't. Yeah, take, we can't say that. Yeah, I'm kidding. First of all, don't take the law into your own hands. It's not appropriate. You should and, turn them in. Yeah, and see to it that they are systematically destroyed. Right now, if you are a kid fucker. And you're struggling with fucking kids again, you should kill yourself. Boom! Drink it in. <laughs>